What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the BAM Sports Podcast. This is episode five of NBA Draft Rewind. I'm your host, Blake Petter. And I'm your host, Max Van Drunen. And on this episode, we'll be redrafting the 2004 NBA Draft. Following an iconic 2003 NBA Draft, the biggest question was whether the Orlando Magic should select either the best high schooler or the best college player in the draft in Dwight Howard or Emeka Okafor. This draft class also featured multiple college duos getting drafted in the first round, such as UConn's Ben Gordon and Emeka Okafor and St. Joseph's Jameer Nelson and Delonte West. This class is also filled with players that played on an historically fun team, players that have memes and a lot of high schoolers. My name is Max Van Drew, and this is episode 5 of NBA Draft Rewind, the 2004 NBA Draft. We are back with another NBA Draft Rewind episode. I am here with the one and only Blake Petter. Blake Note Petter. Himself, no, I'm saying But yeah, yeah. good man, you? Solid. Yes, sir. Solid. You know, uh... This is a impromptu 2004 NBA redraft because we couldn't really figure out what we wanted to record today. We need we need to complete the series at some point. Exactly, we've been kind of slacking with this draft rewind. So it's been what about a month and a half, probably something since, like that. But uh, we gotta start ripping these out. We're gonna start going maybe once a week, maybe two weeks, just to get the series out of the way. Maybe do it right before the NBA draft. Factual. End it with the. End it with the draft preview of the 2022 draft. Facts. Maybe. Just yes, a sir. thought. Just a thought. But, uh, so 2004 NBA draft was a pretty interesting draft. Very interesting. You got, I, yeah. you, got, you got a superstar, and you got just some very solid, pretty good players. Guys, the, per, the definition of this draft would probably be like late 2000s peak. Is when all these players hit their peak. So like in their fourth or fifth year, some earlier than the others, some still in the league. It's overall, it's better than 2002 though. I think this is facts. I think it's better than 2002. Borderline, uh, not better than 2001. Everything is better than 2000. So uh, 2000 is the worst draft class in the history of NBA. Yep. Not even gonna lie. No, that was. Probably we wanted to have that one first so we can get out of the way. Get out of the way so we don't have to worry about it anymore. Um, but before we get started, Blake, you know the rules. I do know the rules. The audience needs to know the rules. So if you are just now joining us, you know we, we, this is our fifth. This is our fifth episode, and every time we, uh, I'll state the rules before. And so for today's rules, you know we don't have a guest with us. It's just me and my boy Max. But we're going to go with, we're going to go six rounds, mm-hmm. and Max will have the first pick, I will have the second pick. Yes. Okay? And the way we do this, it's a snake serpentine draft, which means he has a first pick, I have the next two. He has the next two, I have the next two. Yeah, so it's, yeah. And it keeps going and going until we're through all six rounds, and so... You'll pick and, up on it as we go. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really simple. But, yeah, what we do is we, we draft a player, then we give our feedback behind it, and then go to why, the next one. Yeah. Why, why we decided to pick them, where did we pick them, and stuff. And 
Yeah, that's that's pretty much about it. Yeah. Uh, just this, looking at it, it was really shocking at first, but you know, I don't think there's any controversy with my first pick. So I'm just no. gonna go. Go ahead. Go ahead. With um, the first pick. With the Max. first pick, I have Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard is an eight-time All-Star, eight-time All-NBA, three-time Defensive Player of the Year. He finally got his ring 16 years into his career in 2020 with LeBron and the Lakers. His five-year peak was 21, 14, and two and a half blocks. Um, he got He's the biggest snub. From the NBA 75th anniversary team. The biggest snub. Like, the biggest snub. It really doesn't make any sense because if you think about it, since you and me and most of our listeners started watching the NBA, he is pro- he is the best pure center in our time. In our time. Yep. And like we've now we are fortunate enough to not be growing up in the league without peak Dwight Howard. We grew up Exactly. Orlando Magic, Dwight Howard might be the most ex- one of the most athletic players. Just straight up explosive. Um, Superman. Yeah, I think once and then once he left Orlando, had back injury and played with some bad teams. He had some bad luck, but you know, Dwight Howard is the unanimous number one pick in this draft. And it's it's not even close. I I would have done the same thing, picked Dwight Howard. I mean, he, he has he has the stats, he has the career, he, he has a championship now, mm-hmm. and so with all that being said, like that's that's no brainer. It should be Dwight Howard, two thousand four draft. Like I, I just I, I just love Dwight Howard. Yeah. Like Dwight Howard now, was funny. Like he made like him blocking shots into like the sixth row was cool. You yes. know, not maybe not the best thing to do. Maybe try to block it towards a teammate. So yeah, he was the but, best he was the best center in our time. Mm-hmm. But I think that Joel Embiid and Jokic are coming up on his tail in a few years. Yes. They're going to come up on his tail. Yes. And growing up, I mean Dwight Howard was the guy, but we didn't really know much about it because we were so, always so young. Whenever he was in his prime, but that was kind. Of, but it, that's but kind that was of the, the best part. Yeah, that was the point of it because we saw how great he was. Because you know he was Superman for us. Exactly. Like and I know he stole it from Shaq, but that is like now his dunk contest. Yeah. No, literally, that's where he got the Superman. Mm-hmm. But uh, with Jokic and Embiid, now we understand a lot more about basketball. Now it's like okay, was he or in his prime was he? As well rounded as Jokic and Embiid, only time not, no. will tell. And so, but, but yeah, so that great first pick. I know my no, fi- I have nothing to say about my it. My final so. thing is, you know, the whole point of the seventy fifth team, and we're gonna we talk about this a lot. Is like you can't rewrite you if you write the history of the NBA chronological order. Yeah, can you write it without mentioning Dwight Howard? Absolutely not, because that Orlando Magic run. Whenever they made the finals, they beat LeBron. Lost to Kobe. Lost to Kobe. But like that whole run, it was one of the most modern teams of today's NBA in the late 2000s when it was no, yeah. NBA finals games. One of the best Final runs. scores in the 90s. One of the best runs in, the, in, in NBA history. I Yeah, because they were, kind, they were just a... Such a well-rounded team with Rasheed Lewis, yeah, Jameer Nelson, whom we will probably talk about later, 
Hito Turkoglu. Um, just a well-rounded team that, I mean, it just it was, it was, it was, it was just, just a good time. It was. It, it was a well-rounded team, too. And everything about that team was exciting. It was really exciting, especially in all... It, it was all around Dwight Howard. That's the main reason it was so exciting. But yeah, it was the best. It was a great built team. Yes, that very. made Dwight Howard who he is. Exactly. But uh, and so you got the second pick. All right. So now it gets a little, little difficult. Little, little. We have confusing. hit the drop off. It's a little bit of a drop off, you know. But I think overall, what this player has done in the NBA. Now, if it, like, like what Max said earlier, like. I, f- I feel like you can go without his name in the cr- in re- rewriting the NBA. Yeah. I, I feel know. like you could go without his name. There's okay. one there's one part, one thing that he might come up on. <laughs> but you know, this guy, he he was at one time all he's a one-time All-Star. He's still in the league today, which which is, which is pretty pretty cool. 18 years. 18 years. So he's old, but uh, you know, he's a one-time All-Star. He's won the NBA Finals three times. One of those times, he won Finals MVP. How? I do not know. It's still the greatest mystery in it. I, NBA I, I don't understand, but if you don't know already, uh, that player is Iggy Andre Iguodala. And he... I just... It's, it's hard because, I mean, he had, he had some great years in Philadelphia. Great years in Philadelphia. Underrated little exactly. run that he That's had. where he had that all-star. That's where he had that all-star appearance was whenever he played in Philly. And then yeah. uh, and then in 2012-2013, he goes to Denver, and he's been with Golden State for however long. And then Miami, and then he's back with Golden State. And yeah. so, but no, in that Philly stretch, let's see, there's, there's three or four years where he averaged – the Philly stretch alone would probably have him at least top five. Um, it was just you know they weren't like the 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 best team, and I mean it's he's weird. It's just weird. Like in the 2012 season, 2011 2012 season where he got that All Star, he ended the year only averaging 12 points and six rebounds and yeah. six assists. Like that's just weird. It was um, it's, it's it's very weird with him, but. You know. I got to say, you know, overall great career. Overall great career. Now, I don't I don't believe he will be a Hall of Famer. I don't think that he will end up being even though he won he did win Finals MVP. I don't think that will be enough. I mean, Finals MVP, one-time All-Star, uh you got uh two-time All-Defense, three-time champ. I don't know if, if that's enough. I don't know if that's enough to, you know, yeah, put him in in the Hall of Fame. I don't, I don't think he'll he'll make it, but I could see his jersey getting retired, most definitely. For number nine, retired with the Warriors. I, I I can see that. I can see that winning a Finals MVP, so-called shutting down LeBron, which LeBron still averaged like thirty-five in that Finals. Has or, all, like or, a borderline triple double. Border, borderline thirty-five point triple double. Um, that I, I still don't understand why he won that Finals MVP. It was I, probably because Max Kellerman would rather have him shoot the final shot to save humanity over Steph Curry. I agree. I mean, I mean, it's just. I a, agree. It's just a thought. It's just a thought. No, nah, but in all seriousness, but yeah, that's that's gonna be my second pick. Um, yeah, just overall solid, solid guy, and so, but he's a solid player. 
Yeah, I'm a fan. You know, his playoff the playoff numbers are pretty solid too. They're very you, solid. He, if, he he shows up in the playoffs. He shows up when it matters, and that's that's another reason why I picked him. I mean, yeah, it's just if you look at like he he just played a lot of games. He played a lot of minutes, playing good defense. He was he was a very important part of that Warriors team. Do they win the finals without him? Yes. And at least 17 and 18. Whenever they had KD, yes. 2015 is a maybe. I think 2015 they, would be... Eh. Because Kyrie and Kevin Love both got hurt before yeah, the finals. exactly. Or during the finals. And so, I don't think... I, I, it, it, it's, it's weird. It's difficult. He's a sixth man, you know? He's he, the sixth man. He was. He was a solid sixth man, for sure. But... Appreciated his tenure with the Miami Heat, though. He was on the bubble finals appearance team. He oh was, yeah, he was there. He's a good vet. He's a good vet. Solid second pick. Knows how to win. Knows how to win. Solid second pick though. Appreciate that. The third pick. Third pick is is hard. Third pick is hard. So is it? When you look at yeah, it is. It, it, for me, it's pretty hard. When you look at when you look at all this stuff going down to it, this draft class had a total of. Five All Stars. Five All Stars. And oh, there's just not really. I don't. I don't. I don't see some of these All Stars like they had one good year and then. Yeah, and then they're maybe all, some good decent ones. But they're all kind of similar. Like the at least my next like my two third and fourth on my board are kind. I feel like could be interchangeable depending on how you view it. See, I got I got some people on my on my board that are completely different players. You got all defensive players, and you got some straight up shooters and offensive, play, like solid players. Yeah. And it's it's whether if I want to go uh, defense and defense wins championships, or go offense and get that go get a bucket every time down the floor. Okay. And when I'm looking at it, these these guys are number four and five. Four and five on my list. There's my, my number three also is pretty solid. It's a t- it's these these it's an five, interesting choice. These these five. It can go either way. It can go whichever way. Yeah. Um, Who you got? Looking at it, you know what? I, I might stick with my third overall. My my third overall pick who I had listed, and I'm gonna go with. Bulls, Luol Deng. Only Bulls, Luol Deng. I don't Bulls, Luol Deng. Yeah, I don't want to think about the rest of his Bulls, career. Bulls, Luol Deng. Yeah, Luol Deng. Because if you think about good. the rest of his career, then you're like, now you're second guessing it. But Bulls, Luol Deng. Bulls, Luol Deng was nice. I mean, ex- he was just that piece that fit in so well with that team. Yeah, I mean, he was averaging, like with the Bulls, he averaged 16 points per game. In yeah. ten seasons, that's pretty good. Um, just looking at like, I think the one thing when I think of Luol Dang is uh, his Lakers contract. I mean, this guy made a hundred and sixty-three million dollars, and he was being paid by the Lakers in two thousand sixteen through two thousand nineteen. Eighteen million, seventeen million, fourteen million. That's like the one of the first things I think about yes. when I think of Luol Dang. It's just a weird, just an overall weird experience for Luol Dang. 
Yes, it, it was. It was a very interesting career, to say the least. Yeah, post post Bulls, it was. Yeah, just don't like. I don't even want to think about how mid he was. Yeah, but two thousand, those Bulls teams, I got to watch them as a Heat fan, and that was very, very, very scary to watch. Oh yeah, no doubt. It was a very. It was like the same as that, like early, like the late two thousands Magic team, a very well rounded team. He fit in nicely. Um, I I don't disagree with the pick. He was my third. Who's your third? Yeah, it was. He's one of the, he's one of those guys that's kind of like Andre Iguodala. They could if you flipped their position. I feel like. I feel like they're they're, they're dang near the same player. Yeah, I feel like close if, to it. If Luol Deng was on that Warriors team, I feel like he could have had the same effect. Same impact. And and vice. Vice versa, I think, yeah. because Iggy, most positive, most, most, yeah, Iggy's Philly career and Luol Deng's Chicago career. Which career is better? Kind of the same. What what career would you say is better? Luol Deng was a two time All Star with the Bulls, but Iggy was a one. And I'm, I'm, I think the fact that Iggy was the best player on his team makes makes me think that he's it puts him over the edge. Yeah, but towards like the earlier stages before Derrick Rose, and like. And then young Derrick Rose, he was still one of the best. Yeah, he was either. He was always he was a top two, top three player on his team. A great scorer. Uh, he just one of the wing guys. Very, he was very consistent. Yeah, not very the greatest, consistent. Not the greatest three point shooter, but I. But scoring wise, just consistent, and he can hold his own on defense as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just one of those guys. Very solid. You want him on your team. He's one of those guys that you want on your team to win. Yeah, and I think he was. He grew. He played in the right time frame. Yeah. He was in the right range for at least just the way his style. Same with Iggy. I think these are honestly interchangeable, just career wise, and they're both roughly the same build. Like Luol Deng, six nine. I think uh, Iggy's like six, six, six seven. I think six 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 seven. I, and they yeah just play the same. I, Luol Deng's underrated on defense. I remember watching him. He's very solid. Yeah, I like it. I like the pick. You got I mean, those two wings. I mean, I would I take... I mean, that's good wing play. Give if, me if those. If you have those two wings on your team yeah. and their primes, like, you're going to be... You're going to be a very good... You're not... I'm not going to say you're going to go win a championship. You're going to be a... You're going to be a playoff play, team. Playoff contender, yeah. For especially sure. in the East. For sure. Especially during time. those times. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. But now, that's my third pick. Now with the fourth pick, Max Van Drunen. Okay. This is where it gets interesting. I'm not sure if I want to... I'm not going to say it's a drop-off yet. But... I... Be careful you pick here because it might set me up. Oh, wait, no, because you have back-to-back. I have back-to-back. No, it's fine. I'm fine. I just don't... I want to see who... I'm not sure who I want to... I'm trying not to disrespect somebody. But at the same time, I'm going to go Kevin Martin at four because he was one, he was a sharp shooter. He was very good. He didn't play as long as I thought he did. Interesting form. Yes. Very interesting shooting form, I will say the least. Yeah, but you know, he had Pete, his peak was with the Kings. Like he had a three year let's go three year stretch. I'm gonna go from 07 
to 09, 22.5 points, four, borderline 40% from three, shooting 4.6 four threes a game, playing 36 minutes a game. He was one of those players that was it was hard to guard at the time because at the time there wasn't sharpshooting players. No, and I think, yeah. And he was one of those players that kind of started that up. Yeah, it's like that era, it's like him, later stages, Ray Allen. Like, I mean, you still got Mike Miller. Mike Miller in there. It's, I mean, yeah, and the Kings were just god-awful at that time. And, like, he literally has, I mean, he's just, he's... He's a, he's a guy. His Minnesota years were pretty good, too. Pretty solid as well. Yeah. and then about tw- 19 and a half, probably. Yeah, and then the, then the drop-off. And then the drop-off in his last three years. But, yeah, still overall solid pick. Solid overall player. Yeah. Great shooter. And then, yeah, I th- I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy with that selection. He deserves it. Underrated, yeah. Just, just an interesting career. Interesting career. Only twelve years. I think he's I think he's doing just fine. But um the next the next pick, I'm just gonna go on. The next pick is gonna be Al Jefferson. Great pick. Um great pick. I'm gonna go second best center in this draft. Um we were ta- we were looking at it right before we started. He made an all NBA third team, but didn't make an all star team that year. He came out of high school. Big Al Jefferson. That's that's crazy to think that he's made an all NBA team, but never never made an all star game. And it might have something to do with the Western Conference that he played in. Yeah. Yeah. Because the Western Conference was probably pretty solid at that time. And the center play was probably probably something else. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's he was a part of he was a part of the trade that got KG to Boston. Yes, yes, he was. Um, and then his Minnesota years, his Utah years, and then his one and like in his years with Charlotte were shocking to me because we I was just not expecting. Like when you think of Al Jefferson, I kind of you know he was there. You don't really know how good he was until you look at the stats. On pay on paper, on paper. he's. Good, it's like if you're doing a blind stat read, and then you and you see a year where he had 23, 11, a steal, and two blocks a game at he's, 50% shooting. He's one of the under, like, uh, under the radar kind of centers, and like yeah. one of the most under, under uh, the radar. And you know who else is kind of under the radar as like a big man? This this year, this era. What? Demontis Sabonis. It's kind of very under the radar as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's just... It's kind of... When you think about it, it's like Minnesota in the late 2000s wasn't good. Utah in the early 2000s wasn't good. Charlotte was like a solid 7-8 seed at best one year. One year. That okay. I remember 2013-14. They were uh, eight seed or seven yes. seed against Miami, yes. and we swept them. But then it's like he think about the markets. Mid 2000s, Boston was terrible. Minnesota late two. It was just he never played on a good team. 
And I think maybe that's why. Good stats, I mean, bad had, team guy. He had some Utah years with Darren Williams. Was he? No, because was, that... Was he not on the team No, because I think, I think that was... He was already on uh, Brooklyn. But just like, let's look at his playoff stats. His playoff stats, he played in four playoff... Uh, he was in the playoffs four years. 2004, 2005 with Boston, they made a... Let's see, they made the second round or... He played 21 playoff games, averaging less than 13, seven rebounds and a block. So, I'm good. I mean, I'll give it to him. He did. He did his best. He he did. He, he did what he could do with the surroundings. That yeah. He had. Good stats, bad team. Exactly. That's just how some NBA players go. Sometimes their their talent gets wasted. Mm-hmm. Al Jefferson sadly is one of those players. But so far, first five picks, my board is exactly right. Absolutely. And now it's my pick. And this is what, the sixth? The sixth. The sixth pick. Sixth pick. We're already about to be halfway through. Uh But so the sixth pick, it's kind of of a drop-off. I see see one player who was initially number four on my board. And a lot of people look down on him because his offense was horrendous. Players would sag off of him. He was a wing. And they would sag off him, play him in the paint, kind of like that they would do with Ben Simmons. Um, mm-hmm. But we're not going to talk about Ben Simmons because we're not there yet. We're going to get there. And when we do, it's going to be one fun draft. But the player that I choose is Mr. First Team All Defense, Antonio Allen. And I'm picking him because defense wins championships. I've always believed that. I've always looked up to Tony Allen, watching his defense. Love, love this guy. He has, he has, he, he has the kind of Pat Bev like mind where he'll get in your skin. Yeah. Right? Never, never, feisty. never an off. He was a very offensive liability. He was an offensive liability and a half. I mean, but career with that, shooting from three twenty eight. But with that Memphis team that he was on. Did yeah. they didn't really need any more offense? No, because that team was all defense. That exactly. Was their, that was their whole thing. Their whole mindset, their whole everything was defense, defense, defense. And he fit in so well. I mean, what was his career high? Like, like Not like career high, but like average. His career average was about was, 12, 12 points, I believe. It was eight. Eight points per game in his career. Oh, his career high in a season, 11 and a half. The year before the KG trade. Yep. With Boston. And, but I think those Memphis years where he was Mr. First Team All Defense, he was a, what, what was it, three-time, six-time All-Defensive player. And as a guard, that's 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 really solid. That's really solid as a guard. He was 2000, 2008 NBA champ. Yeah. Went to Oklahoma State University. Shout out Stilly. But... <laughs> It's yeah, you know, very. It's a solid, solid career. Very solid career. You know, I, I could, I could, could have taken him at seven, could have taken him at six, but I just wanted to talk about Tony Allen already. Oh yeah. And so he was gonna be he, he, either way, he was gonna be my number six or seven pick. Like yeah. there was no, there was no question about it. But you know, I, I, I I've always, in, I've always, uh, you know, looked up, looked up to him and his defensive, defensive play. I mean, man has 
wingspan like no other. He's just that grit and grind kind of player. Yeah, for sure. You I know. mean, very good defensive advanced metrics. I don't remember like watching him like like a lot a lot, but I remember if I did, he was there were games where he was on the floor, throwing himself in the stands, throwing himself in the in the bleacher, like in, in, in the benches, out of bounds, like he was flying everywhere on the court. He was yeah, he would definitely hustle a lot. He was I mean, three all NBA or all defensive first team, three all defensive second team. That's a. I mean, it's a good pick. I mean, he's just solid. Like, I, grit, I wasn't he was really the looking. grit and grind of the Memphis well, Grizzlies. When you think grit and grind, you think that Memphis Grizzlies team, and you mm-hmm. think Tony Allen. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've always liked him. You know, there 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 were times when many people told me he's not he's not a good he's not a good NBA player, and I'm just like, okay, go score on him then. Yeah, he. No, no one can just go score on him. Yeah, at his peak, it was it was it was. He's just feisty. Just one of those guys, man. Just and he does. He didn't really foul a lot either. He just knew how to play defense, man. Yeah. Let's see. He had, I mean, his career steals one thousand one hundred and fifty-eight. That's Jeez. just regular season. Jeez. Playoff steals one hundred and thirty-seven in one hundred twelve games. That's he averages a steal a game in the playoffs, which that's pretty solid. Like when you, it's just whenever you think of Tony Allen, man, you think defense, you think great and grind. It's not. He's gonna guard your best. It don't matter who it is. Guard. He's gonna guard score. your best. He's gonna guard your best player. Mm-hmm. Now, nowadays you got like, who who would you say is the best defender in the league? That's like Tony Allen. That just best defender in the league, overall. Best defender. Because there's like no defense anymore in the league anymore. No. There's no defense anymore. <sighs> the thing with defense now it's more team defense than individual used to be just individual defense but but now everyone's relying on everybody else there's no one really in this in this early i would have said ben simmons i would have but i don't know anymore we haven't seen him play in three years yeah i'm just you Um, know i'm gonna yeah i feel like the best comp is patrick beverly and Pat Bev, real. I mean, not the he's not six the best. foot. Yeah, six foot. I mean, I'm just thinking defense. He's gonna guard your best wing guy, but he's also very. He's, see, Tony he's gonna get was, under your skin. Tony Allen was six four, two thirteen. Yeah, it's he's good size. Good size. Good size to go guard any wing. Yeah. And so, but that was my. That was your six. That was my sixth pick, and so now I got the seventh pick. That's gonna be interesting. Seventh pick is very up and down. I will tell you, Tony Allen was seven on my board. Really? Mm-hmm. He, I think he was like number four on mine. Uh, wow. But that's before we found out that Al, Al Jefferson had all the stats he did. Yeah. Um, and so I bumped everybody up one and put Tony Allen kind of down. But with my seventh pick, you know, this guy... Man, he's. Who are we dealing with here? Man, it's just. I got I got two of mine. You can go with the person who's won a lot, and Sean Livingston. You can go with the All Star and Jameer Nelson. You can go with a Six Man of the Year, J.R. Smith. But with the guy I'm going with, he was another pretty good defensive player. As but 
as well as he could also have go out and score. And that player is Josh Smith. Okay. Josh Smith was an all-defensive player and when? When when was he an all-defensive player? It was probably in his Atlanta. I think it was his Atlanta years. And, you know, he's just one of those guys. He can go out and get you a bucket, but at the same time, he can clamp up one of your best players. And so, but yeah, that's kind of, it's not a lot to say. He's playing in the big three now. He's playing the big three. I forget for what team, but very solid player. Very, very elusive, I'd say. I mean, dunk, dunk champ. He was a slam dunk, dunk champion. champion. He was. Um, he's another guy out of high school in this draft. Yeah, it's been a minute since his height. His his Atlanta numbers are are nice. Whenever they were, you know, making or winning all these games. Before they were like that one seed that ended up losing in the first or getting swept by LeBron. He played with it was him and Joe Johnson. Oh yeah, dynamic duo. That was up a dynamic there. duo. That was a good. That was a good dynamic duo. It was. I saw Joe. I saw Joe and Josh Smith. Was, oh yeah. But it's it's an interesting career. I don't think. It's, it's just weird, a weird career. I feel like it was very weird, but he had his ups, but he also had some downs. I feel like it's same thing that happened with Lou Aldang. It was just like, yep, great in the two thousands, then transitioned to a role player, and then we kind of forgot about him. Oh yeah. And once we got to like the mid two thousand or two thousand tens, like one once Josh Smith went to Detroit. I, I I kind of forgot about him. Just... Yeah, no. After after his Atlanta years, it was uh, you know it was kind of oh yeah. Josh Smith. He's still he's still playing. He's not overseas. It's like kind of. I don't know. Those. I don't think I don't. I think he's just done. I think he's done. Let's see. He's thirty six. He could be. I don't think so. He's yeah. I think he's. I mean, enjoying the retirement. Let's. I mean, he's vibing in the big three. He's just chilling. He's, he's going out and getting his in the big three. He's got his money too. He got oh, his 122 yeah, he's, career. He's set for life, bro. His kids are set for life. Their kids are set for life. His yeah. kids' kids' kids are set for life. Like interest. Okay, fun fact about 2004. The pick of Tony Allen's pick, the pick of Josh Smith, was traded in 2004 at the trade deadline, where Rasheed Wallace went to Detroit, the mm. year the Pistons won the championship. I just was looking at that, and I thought that was interesting. That was interesting. Yeah, his pick was traded, and then Atlanta got him at seventeen, and then I mean, waived by the Pistons, then the Rockets, then the Clippers, and it's just you know, interest. It fell off towards the end. Explosive guy. He, you know, all rookie second team, all defensive second team. I'll give I, you know I'll give him a solid seven spot. I think six or seven. Yes, is where I would have him. Um, for me, with the eighth pick, now another drop off. I'm gonna go with. Uh, it's gonna I'm gonna have a good chemistry with Dwight Howard. Um, oh, I know who you're going here. It's Jameer Nelson. Ooh, one time All Star. I just want I just want to shout out his St. Joseph's run that. 
Yes. They dude. had a good speak. You know, we're in March Madness right now. Great. He was historic run for St. Joseph. The best player maybe in their history. Um, him Not and, even a question. And it's he's one of those guys I was with. Um, Dwight Howard on those Magic team. I was just the perfect not going to score a whole bunch, but I'm going to give Dwight Howard the ball. I'm going to be able to get it to Rashid and give it to Hito. That, that team was so... I love watching that team. Yeah, I love going back and watching that... Oh, what is that? The 09 run that they had. That was, that was a good one. But, yeah. You know, it's a solid point guard... A lot. I mean, he had his he had his moment with the magic. Didn't I? Didn't didn't do much after that. Um, he's no longer in the league. Played fourteen years. Yeah. Solid career. I I, I, I Jimmy Nelson's just a guy. I remember he played he played a season or two with the Mavs. Remember watching him. Um, it, it was that it was a Mavs down year. Yeah, I played one season with the Mavs. It was their down year, kind of. After we, uh, you know, got rid of all of our pieces for Aww. some odd reason. Aww. Um. Yeah, I remember it was him. I think was Monte Ellis on that team. Monte Ellis was there, I think. Yeah. I-, I believe Monte Ellis was on that team, but it was just one of those. It and was like a eh. His okay. So what's crazy is okay. His All Star year '09, right? '08, '09 when they made the finals. He got hurt five games into the playoffs, then didn't play, and then in his in two thousand nine and ten, he averaged nineteen points in the playoffs. Made it to the Eastern Conference Finals. I that's or Eastern Conference semifinals, I think. Yeah. That was and yeah, it was a good career. I'll give him a solid solid career. I'd give it like a. C plus, B minus. I'll give him a B minus just to be nice. B minus career overall, I'd say. And then I think you still have one more pick. I have nine. You still have one more pick. We'll go with Trevor Ariza. Oh, yeah. Trevor Ariza's 18 still years. Still playing today. Yeah, if he should, that's another question. He's the first guy that's going to be picked that came in the second round of this draft. Yeah. Um, he is a def- He's he's a defensive guy. He's, yes, he is. He he's a wing guy. He played for so many teams. Oh my gosh! Let's see. He played for Houston, Washington, L.A., the Hornets. How without looking without looking anymore? How how many teams do you think he played for? I'm gonna. I think it was like I'm gonna say nine. Right? Is it nine teams? Right? Let's see. Portland, Phoenix, Miami. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Played for ten teams. Oh my gosh. And that's multiple stints with the Lakers. Multiple stints with the Washington Wizards. Yes. I mean, weird. Just weird. Wing guy. My guy can never find a home. Let's see. The longest he played for a team was... Yeah, five, 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 jeez, 382 games with the Rockets, then played 176 with Washington. Yeah, he's just, he's a journeyman. He's one of the guys that you need 
to uh, be on the wing, be like the seventh man. On no, a... kind of like a three and D kind of player. He can, if you swing the ball to him, he can kind of catch and shoot, and then he can go try his best to clamp up. Pretty solid offensive player. Pete on the other Trevor Reza, like the sixth or seventh man on a championship yeah. team. Yeah, he was. Remember I'll that. take. I'll take that. Layers. I'll take it. Yeah, he's very, very solid. Very <sighs> solid overall. Oh, nine NBA champ. What did he do in that playoff run? In the playoff run? Oh, he oh, was. In 09. He was bench guy. In 09, yeah, 11 points per game. I mean, coming off the bench. Oh, wait, points. no, he started every game. That's a, Oh, what? Wow. Oh, yeah, that's a weird team. That's cool. What team? That was, uh, you know, that was Kobe, Ariza. Who's uh, Derek Powell. Fisher? Derek Fisher was the one. D Fish, Kobe. Trevor, and at the four you got Powell and Andrew Bynum. Ben Bynum, yeah. Yeah. Overall, I mean, I'll give him. Yeah, I like I like Trevor Reza. I mean, he's a guy. He's a guy. Yeah, he's he's just one of those guys. He he fits in just pretty much with any team. I think that's where we're at in this draft. We it's just, just we just got guys. We just got those guys, but okay, you got. I got eleven and, or ten and eleven, and then I got then I only have one more pick. Yep, ten and eleven, and you have the last pick. All right. So with my tenth pick, or with the tenth pick, you know where I point in the draft where we're just like, eh. But I know who I'm going with here. I know who I'm going with here. Okay. I'm going to go with two-time NBA champ, 2012-2013 sixth man of the year, and Mr. Hennessy himself, hmm. J.R. Smith. J.R. Smith. It's I kinda, like Kind of like a Trevor Reza kind of player. You know, better shooter, less defense, but yeah, he's just one of those guys. I mean... Very dumb, very dumb player. I mean, I remember in the twenty whatever year it was, was LeBron versus the Warriors. And, Eighteen. You know, we're at the free, uh, the Cavs are at the free throw line, shoot a free throw. J.R. Smith gets a rebound. It's a tied ball game with like three seconds left, and he dribbles all the way back out to half court, and LeBron looks at him like, "Bro, the classic. What, 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 what the heck are you doing, bro?" And then they he tries to pass in, it gets tipped out of bounds, and they go on to lose the series in what five? Mm-hmm. They go on to lose series in five. Not saying that that could have changed things in the series. It would have been nice to win the first game in Golden State. It would have been nice to win that first game in Golden State and have a have an advantage, have an advantage, going into the next game. When I think of J.R. Smith, I don't think of him in Cleveland. Oh, I think of him in Denver. 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 J.R. Smith was the explosive, awesome. explosiveness that he had. That one alley oop where he caught it. And then went down, and it came back over his head and slammed it on the little reverse. Yeah, I like. I, oh man, Jared Smith is one of those. He's he's he that probably, he team, probably should have been higher on my board. That Nuggets team with uh, Mello, he he played with Mello. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm thinking. Let's see. When did he win six man? He won six man in 2013. Oh, that was oh, the Knicks. Actually, I think I might think of him as the. When it was Ooh, him, that, him, Mello. We were then, thinking about doing a series like this. We we say an NBA player and we 
Like, think of him. Yeah. What, what, what team do we think of when we hear that name? Jared Smith. Let, let us know down. Let us know down in, in the comments and stuff, and uh, ask yourselves like. We'll make an. I'll make an Instagram post. Yeah. On their story. What? What? Uh. What? T when? When you think of Jr. Smith, what team do you think of him on? Do you think of him on Cleveland when he won the championships? Do you think of him on New York with Melo, or do you think of him in Denver? And that's. I mean, him and Iman Shumper were good. Kind of. Nice little that dynamic duo. That was a little fun duo in, in New York. But Amon Shumpert with the flat top. Yes. I, I remember dude, I, I like I don't know, whenever I think of J.R. Smith, I think my favorite version of J.R. Smith is on the Knicks. But the when I think of him, I think of him in that if I baby pick, blue. If I had to pick a highlight blue, of J.R. Smith to sum up J.R. Smith's career, one highlight, it would probably be a dunk from Denver. Yes. Or J.R. Smith making a three and doing the celebration down on one knee. Yes. That's that's the little three windmill and then the Yeah. That's what I think of J.R. Smith is that's what I think of. The yes. three the three point celebration. God. What a good J.R. Smith I could talk about J.R. Smith for a long time, bro. Oh, it's yeah. just the the so many whenever they won the championships, he had his shirt off the whole time. He had his shirt off at the White House. Oh yeah. Like I, I could talk so many stories about J.R. Smith. And, Big J.R. Smith guy. I, I love J.R. Smith, and he's one of those guys. Pro, pro J.R. Smith podcast. This is pro J.R. Smith. We like J.R. Smith over here, yeah. over here on the BAM Sports Podcast. That's where the opinion matters the most. Exactly. Anywhere else, your opinion does not matter. But BAM yeah. Sports? Top yes. notch. Top notch. Top notch. And, but, and then now it's not so fun with 11, probably. It depends on who you pick here. My, I really like my 11th pick. I really like him. He was a three-time NBA champ. Three-time. Came off the bench most of his career. Had a terrible injury that set him back tremendously. I remember watching the clip of him getting hurt, his knee. It was, it was terrible. You know, but it's, it's Sean Livingston, man. Sean Livingston, I, I, he, he's one of those guys I've always kind of liked watching play. He's definitely the what if of the draft. Same with like Jay Williams. Yes. In two thousand two. Greg Oden and Greg Oden we should get to and he's the what if of the draft. I think because he was the fourth overall pick. He was, and I think if he if he never got injured, man, he was he he had so much so much stuff going his way, man. Very, it's just. Oh. He has so much was, potential. The way he was built was just nice. Six seven point guard. I mean, yeah. Six seven. He's just one of those guys. I he's just one of those good guys. That I like I like watching play, man. It's, sometimes I'll go back and I'll watch his Clipper highlights. You know, he was very solid. Very oh yeah. Solid. He was just one of those guys. It took him a few years, but the fact that he played here stats that I did not know. He played for Charlotte. Milwaukee, Washington Wizards, the Thunder, and the Heat. I did not know that. When I think of Sean Livingston, I probably think of either Golden State, Golden State Clippers, or Brooklyn. I think of Golden State. I mean, but just because he won three championships with Golden State. Yeah. But it's unfortunate. It was he's the what if. He's he the what is. If. He is. He is man. It's he. His rookie year, he averaged seven, and then five, and then nine. But, and then missed that whole then, year. Oh, man, that knee injury, and then played what twelve games the next year. 
yeah, he never. It looks looking at it, it's like he never. I mean, he ended up with the Warriors. I mean, he was he was healthy then, but yeah, not winning. He should have. He should have. He's kind of like a reverse. It's like his like peak was with the Warriors, and then like one year in Brooklyn, like so thirteen through nineteen was his peak. Like impact to an NBA team. Yeah. Because, I mean, he was he was one of those guys that could go out there, I mean, just not really replace, but, like, mm-hmm. be that guy to give Steph Curry a little break yeah, and be a very full-on trustworthy player to yeah. out there. Be smart, not turn the ball over. You know, if he has it, if he has an open lane, he's going to go attack. He was never really the best shooter. He's just a facilitator. Just a very good facilitator. Yeah, but we've had at least one what-if in every draft. I believe, yeah. And he, he's out. he's the big what if on this draft. And he's the and yeah. so that's kind of where I'm headed on mine. But no, I got Max, with the last pick, what, what what are you gonna do here? Are you gonna go you gonna go with an all star type player? An all star type player in like Devin Harris, who we haven't talked about, or are you gonna go with a player like Emeka Okafor, who was I think an all rookie player? Are you gonna go with Ben Gordon who was solid? You got many players, not many, but like you got a few choices that are very solid. And in, in, in this last pick of the BAM Sports 2004 NBA Draft Rewind Draft. And so, I mean, you still got that all-star out there. Still got that all-star. He was Mads, Le- Mads Legend. Mads Legend all-star. I do have his autograph. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um... I'm gonna go off. I'm gonna go off board just for fun. Uh oh, I think I know where this is going. Just for funsies. I think I know where this is going. Say it. Say it. I feel like I. W- it's either Anderson Vergeau or Emeka Okafor. But the thing is, I'm not sure if I want to pick another guard or another center. I've picked Dwight Howard and I've picked. Al Jefferson, you know, I just, you know, I know we're not, this is, you know, this is already a terrible, just a weird team, but I'm going to go, I guess I'll go with Devin Harris. Devin Harris. Actually, screw it. I'm going Anderson Vergeau. Anderson Vergeau. I've seen Anderson Vergeau in person. I, you got to go with the Brazilian. Big Brazilian. I mean... I don't don't know much about him, but, you know, he's... Oh, my God, that's so clutch. He's just a very interesting player, you know? I, you know, I just, you know, I, nothing beats his hair. Come on. Big throw. The, the, the... Afro that has structure, but at the same time doesn't. It's one of those weird, like, you know, it looks greasy. It looks like he. It's always wet. Like I'm, tr- I'm trying. It's a character to, man. Um, it's it's his it's his it's his personality trait. It's you know he was LeBron's right hand man in Cleveland. I mean, this is the one thing I feel bad for Anderson Vergeau. He was on Cleveland from '04. To 15. Then he gets traded to the Warriors in 2016. 
He was on the Warriors whenever they blew the 3-1 lead. You know how terrible that is to have played for only one other team and the year you get traded mid-season, that team wins the championship? Like, that is just a gut punch. Still got a ring, though. No. He didn't get a ring? No, because and then... Oh, in, they traded him in the offseason. Then he got cut in 17. And then... Wow. That, like, that's just brutal. Brutal. Okay, yeah. Yeah, February of 2016, he gets traded to the... Let's see. He gets traded to the Warriors. Channing Fry gets traded to Cleveland. Channing, that's... Shout out Channing Fry for, for getting his ring. Which, you know, solid. But yeah, Anderson Baruchel, the last pick. Might as well. Why not? Why Very not? Very interesting, I'll say the least. That's uh, Anderson Baruchel, what a guy. I feel like I just, wanted to add, I just wanted to add a little pizzazz towards the end. Um, notable snuffs, I think, Emeka Okafor, second For overall sure. pick in the draft. Devin Harris, all-star. Ben Gordon, yes. another a, a guy. Chris Humphreys, uh, he was married to Kim Kardashian. Uh, Delonte West. Let's talk about Delonte West for a sec. You know, shout a, out him to coming back. What a story. Yeah. You know, played, I remember he played with the Mavericks. Go ahead and click, go click on From being with LeBron's mom to being with the Mavericks. You know, his last year he played with the Mavericks was in 2011. I remember watching, I remember going to a game or two. And seeing Delonte West and stuff. I think I, I did too. He and might. then the year after, you know, he kind of gets into some bad things. He kind of goes downhill a little bit. Goes downhill, but now he is starts to live under a bridge. <sighs> Which is hard. But now, he he won himself a tryout with the big three. Which is nice. Which is good for him, man. Good for him. What a story. You know, he was a very solid player. He, yeah, I. He he Almost was averaging double digit points. Yeah, I mean he was with, it was like him and Jameer Nelson. Yes. When that St. Joseph's team made it to, I believe, what was it, the Sweet Sweet Sixteen or Elite Eight? Like they just, you know, it was the, that guard uh, tandem right there. Is yeah, the good. guard tandem alone, pretty yeah. solid. Um, other notable things from this draft. Uh, shout out UConn for having players drafted two and three. Yes. Um, shout out foreign or high school players. Um, big time in this draft. I mean, big time. The first pick, the fourth pick, the 11th, 12th, 13, 15, 17, 18, 19, 21, 22, 23, 27, and 28 all didn't go to college. So they were Jeez. either foreign or high school. And this was kind of the point. We're getting towards the point. Like it's 04. Then 05, and then 2006 is, where that is when is the first draft with no high school eligibility, yep. right? So this is when teams were just like looking for the next high school phenom. Exactly. Like I mean, sh- I mean, shout out to Orlando and Cleveland for drafting back to back high school players that ended up being studs, I- iconic players, studs. I mean, LeBron and then Dwight Howard. It's hard to beat that. Back to back, man. Um, out of high school, bro. Like younger than us right now. That's weird. It's just weird. Think about it. It's just, I feel like it's a good thing, though. Imagine being in the NBA, like right now. 
That's too much. It's too much Imagine pressure. Imagine that. Yeah, I think it was only it's only good in the social media era. And uh, but yeah, overall, uh, where are we grading this? You know, let's give it a letter grade. I'm giving it a B minus. I give it a straight. I give it a straight B. Of some, it produced a Hall of Famer in Dwight Howard. First, first ballot Hall of Famer. First ballot Hall of Famer. Possible Hall of Famer in Andre Iguodala. I give it B minus to B. I'm gonna say B for sure. But uh, yeah, so next we got 2005. What is 2005? 2005. That was Andrew Bogut. The Bogut draft. The Bogut draft. Um, yeah. Oh no, this oh, is. This is where this is the point guard battle up here. This is okay. This yeah, is this the is point guard battle. This is gonna be interesting. Next one's a point guard battle. 2005 draft. I'm good. Yeah. I'm gonna be a big fan. Of, I can't believe I'm not gonna get the first pick. It's going to be rough. We'll figure out the order. I got the first pick, bro. I'm taking it. You're going to take it? Okay. But thank you all for listening. Thank you all. Make sure you all go check out our Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Yes. TikTok. We've been posting on TikTok a little more more now. So Getting more interviews on the pod. So, yeah. Exactly. So, y'all go check it out. It's at BAM underscore sports pod. That's pretty much it for the social media and stuff. Yeah, they're all the same. All the same. look, look. Uh, a little bit of stuff that we have coming up. We have more interviews. More interviews coming. We got hopefully big ones. Hopefully, like big ones. Like I've been working only, my butt off to. Yes. The amount of emails it's and phone calls. The amount of emails and phone calls I have had to make in like the past three weeks has been exhausting. But hopefully, it all works out. We're trying yes. to get this thing, you know. It, it, and it will be a surprise if we do get it. We we're not gonna. Spoil nothing just yet, but nope. And as well as we're gonna get about a good group of people, about maybe six to seven of us, and we are going to do an NBA draft, kind of like what we do here. Yeah. But the twist is, since it's the seventy-fifth anniversary of the NBA, uh, and since they came out with uh seventy-six players, the the top seventy-six players in NBA history, mm-hmm. plus wild cards. Uh, we're going to do a in, in honor of the NBA and the 75th anniversary. We're going to do a 75th anniversary NBA draft, and it's going to be it's going to have we're going to have the most people on the pod that we have that we have had. Yeah. And it's it's going to be it's going to be fun. It's going to be inter- it's going to be interesting thing the thing that we're going to do, and so it's going to be fun. I'm excited for it. We're going to figure out the figure out all the details and get those to y'all uh, later on and soon. But yeah. But Blake, we're about to be a year old. We're record- we are recording this on March 28th. Our one-year anniversary would be on the 31st. When this when this releases, we would have been older than a year old. I gotta say, it's been a fun. It's been a fun first year. Fun first year. We've bigger than I would have thought. More yeah. listeners per episode than I than my goal was. No, yeah, absolutely. The, the goal was the goal was 200 at, by this time. But we are at almost six hundred per episode. Almost six hundred. So I'll take I'll take that every day. Oh yeah, me too. Me too. We if we if we keep going on this track, then by no time we'll be chilling. Yeah. And so, but once again, thank y'all for listening. Uh, we will we'll talk. We'll see y'all next time. And yeah, peace and peace out. Peace out. Thank you guys for listening.